0: All the thoughts and ideas you hear on the show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We're just two guys having a good time talking about food. Enjoy the show. All right. Episode number six of Tasty 219. My name is Larry. With me, as always, is my co-host, Greg. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great tonight. How about you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good. We got lots to talk about this week. We do. It should be a great episode. I think so. Yeah, what do you what do you want to talk about first?
0: Oh, uh, I don't care. You want to talk about the lemon rice thing? Sure. We got a great project
1: for the end of the year, beginning of next year. Um, we've decided that we're going to have a countdown of our favorite lemon rice soups in Northwest Indiana. We put out some. Feelers on our socials asking for recommendations, and boy, did those recommendations come in! So, we got a lot of choices and a lot of chicken, uh, lemon rice soup to. Uh, A lemon rice
0: soup has chicken in it. Yeah, some of them do, yeah. Yeah, and it counts. Yeah. Uh, It's a very Northwest Indiana-specific thing. Actually, most people who don't live here kind of don't know what it is. It's
1: funny that you say that. I have a really good friend from high school, and she loves lemon rice soup. And she's moved out of the area, and every time she comes back, we have to go out for lemon rice soup. And she says she thinks it's like a Northwest Indiana thing because she can't get it anywhere else.
0: Um, Many years ago... In college, when I was living in Chicago, I remember going to a late night like family-style diner one time, and I walk in, and I'm like, oh, this place has lemon rice for sure. Look at it. So I order it, and the guy's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, you're the right. kind of place that has this. He's like, I've never heard of this. And I'm like, it's only like 40 minutes from here. How do you not know what I mean? Right.
1: I think outside of this area, yeah. you would have to go to an authentic Greek restaurant to find it. True. Yeah, right. so
0: uh, we're going to try different lemon rices all over the region. Um, and then the first episode of 2021 is going to be us breaking down our three or five or ten or however many we have. It's going to be
1: 2022.
0: Oh, you're right. That was uh that was uh whatever I messed
1: Time's up. Time's flying by. It is. It's we like- uh
0: we did go to two places today to have lemon rice soup. Uh, we did. It's on our Instagram story. Well, it probably won't be by the time you hear this, but it was. So if you know, you know. And if you don't, well, you'll know eventually.
1: And did did that get shared to our Facebook as well? It,
0: uh yeah, it should do it automatically, I think.
1: And I think people are going to be able to vote on those platforms if they like. Yeah, it's that just restaurant. like a, if you like
0: this place or not. It's nothing super crazy, but it's there.
1: Right. So that that's going to be a
0: lot of fun. Uh, what um, else do we got?
1: Uh, and I wanted to talk about our socials. They've really taken off this week. We've they had a,
0: have. They've done really well this we've week. We've
1: had a lot of uh, listener feedback and suggestions of places to go. Mm-hmm. And I have two shout-outs this week. Okay. Uh, first, the first shout-out goes to Tank Thompson from uh, Fenwick Farms Brewing. He's the sous chef there. And after our visit there last weekend, he shared the pictures that you took on Instagram, and he had a nice comment on Facebook that we're a good listen. Oh, yeah, uh,
0: thanks, man. That's cool. So, yeah, shout out that guy. That's sick.
1: Very much so. Thanks for sharing the love with us. And my second shout out is to one of my good friends from high school, Chris Sassman, uh, out in the state of Washington. She texted me today and said she listened. She, um, What do you call that when you watch a whole episode in binge. one weekend. Yeah, she she binge-listened to Tasty 219 today. Oh, And fun. she told me, you know, she gave me uh, her impressions and some constructive criticism. So um, shout-out to Chris in Washington State.
0: Yeah. And I think you said you had some shout-outs tonight as well. Uh, do I? Um... You, whoever's listening right now, shout out you. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, uh,
1: ditto for me. Thank you so much for listening to us. And keep the suggestions rolling in and the comments. We, we are tickled pink when we get a comment that we can share with each other. So well,
0: I have a really good shout out. Okay. Shout out you, Greg, for always wanting to sit around and talk about food and drink beer with me because we... Don't have anything else to do. <laughs> well, thank you. It's, it's a good it's, time. It's very I really en- like doing it. It's very enjoyable, and I've had so much fun doing it. So, tonight, um, well, we should probably open these beers and talk about them and try them. Okay, that's so. that's a thing we do.
1: So, we did something a little bit different this week. We didn't we, go to Viking this week. <laughs> right. We went to LaPorte County, so I thought it would be appropriate if we tried a LaPorte County brewery sure. and brought something to do the podcast with tonight. True. Uh, Where did we go? We
0: have aren't any of the beers we tried when we were there. We went to uh to Burnham Brewing. Um, we each got a different flight. I think we only had one of the same beers on. Right. Each that flight. was the Sprite. The Sprite, which was um, oh, you know what? I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah,
1: I think it was brewed with lemon. Something.
0: Yeah. But um. Without getting super specific about the flights, because we're supposed to just talk about what we have here, I will say that they have a grape Gatorade-flavored seltzer, and it's awesome.
1: And I don't like seltzers, but when you gave that to me, I, I enjoyed it. It was
0: good. It really tastes like grape Gatorade. It's not remotely boozy. It's not super fizzy like a seltzer. I don't know how to describe it, except it tastes like grape Gatorade and it's great. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, what is your beer that you have?
1: Well, I want to give a shout out to one of the beers that I did have. I tried the 14 Buck Chuck and it was pretty good. That was my favorite of all of them. Uh, The one I brought home to try, um, was it's called Needle. It's a spruce tip ghost style sour ale and it's brewed with Actual spruce tips from uh, Pine Country in Rolling Prairie, Indiana. And this is from Burning Burnham
0: Brewing in Michigan City. Isn't Rolling Prairie out by South Bend? Exactly. Okay. It's, it's out that way, yeah. Cool. There's that sound, that beer sound. Well, take a drink and let us know what you think.
1: Ooh, it's very good. It's light nice it's nice it's a good it's a good beer it's not overly sour so when you say sour that turns some people off but it's good would you like to try
0: it sure i'll try it before i do mine yeah oh i gotta reach across okay uh the can has like um i want to say wolf but it also looks kind of dragon-esque which i know to you sounds insane but if you saw it you might know what i'm talking about but anyway let's uh let's give it a try oh um not for me
1: no no it's not strong enough or hoppy enough or bitter enough for you it's it's pleasant that, that's yeah it's probably because it's pleasant and i'm a bitter miserable
0: person is that what you're getting at <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna go there well i did it's okay
1: well and what did you get
0: i have an uh a burnham brewing beer called mash pipe which is a. A reference to the Weezer song "Hash Pipe" because the can is green and it has skeleton versions of Weezer, just like the cover of their Green album, which um, not really appropriate thing to talk about on this show, but uh, kind of controversial opinion that is my favorite Weezer album, and literally no one I know agrees with me on it, but I don't care.
1: Well, when you told me about that, I'm like, oh yeah, right, and then you pulled up the album cover. It's the exact same. Oh, oh my god, yes. It was it's really pretty neat. If you're into Weezer and like that album, this beer is up your alley for sure.
0: Um, what about it? It's uh it's a double IPA, so it's very strong. Um bunch of different kind of hops in here. Uh the can says piney yet juicy, talks about grapefruit and citrus-like aroma, all that stuff. So it sounds like I'm going to be into it. It's all the stuff I like in a beer. Oh, good bitter luck. and citrus and hoppy and uh high ABV. There's the sound. Took it away from the mic so it wasn't too loud. I love this. I do. You want to try it? <laughs> that means I'll hate it. <laughs> it does. Um, I will say I do try a lot of IPAs. Oh, no, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um And... To be completely honest, most IPAs to me taste all the same.
1: Oh, they don't. That one doesn't taste. That one's not as bad as some of them. Oh,
0: I really like this. Yeah, I
1: the, I love the can, mm. and I like. It, I don't know if this is on all their cans, but they have the. Um, correlation to indiana on the back of their cans and it's in a in the state of indiana and it tells about the beer that's inside so that's really um
0: i don't have that to, on mine there's a, a shape of indiana but it's quite wordy so i'm not going to get into it
1: well yeah they all are and, and gives you their socials and all that stuff so um i like that branding on those cans
0: i liked all the branding everything inside of there actually it was really cool and they were big into merch
1: they have they, they had some really cool merch actually. They had I want Stickers some and buttons but I don't and want to be that, that
0: guy with like the beer merch, you know. There's always like that yeah. that guy, and that's not me. Yeah. Anyway, right. enough of the beer. That's this is not a beer show, and we've been going for a while.
1: And we got all of our important announcements and shout-outs taken out of the way. Let's tell them where we went
0: this week. I've been wanting to go to this place for quite some time. We went to fish camp in Michigan City. It's right on the water. It's really, really cool. Um, There's a lot of stuff we can say. How do you want to start this?
1: Uh, The address is 12 on the Lake, Michigan City, Indiana. And they are closed Monday and Tuesday. And they're open on Wednesday and Thursdays from 3 to 8. Fridays and Saturdays, 11 to 9. And Sundays, 11 to 5. So when we walked in... It was dark already and in Washington Park in oh Michigan City on so the lake. It was covered with Christmas
0: lights. And people everywhere. were everywhere. Crazy stuff like dinosaurs and, and all kinds whales. of whales, uh, Yeah. An elf shooting stuff out of a cannon. Yeah. It was really weird, but it was so cool. I love Christmas it lights. It
1: really got you into the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and um Yeah, and so when we walked in, they also share the building with the Michigan City Yacht Club, which I thought was interesting. Um, When you walked in, it was exactly like you would think a, a beachfront seafood restaurant would look
0: like. Yeah, visually it was exactly that. Everything was like blue and like old worn wood and there was a a naked mermaid statue in the front made of old wood and yeah. uh, ship wheels and boats. And really for a seafood restaurant, it's kind of expected and not super exciting to see, but they nailed it so hard on the head that I thought it was cool.
1: Right. It was definitely maritime decor for sure. That's
0: the word I should have used.
1: <laughs> um one of the other things that caught my eye as we sat down, it's right on Trail Creek. It takes you from Lake Michigan into Trail Creek, and the moonlight and the lights from the surrounding businesses were shimmering off of the water. It was that really was pretty. was rippling. Yes. Uh, it, it really was a beautiful sight to see. And um, I'd like to go back there. In daylight and warmer weather because they had that outside patio. Oh, yeah, I would
0: love to sit outside that
1: there. was right on the water. I would go
0: there anytime at all, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you could probably watch a lot of boats go in and out of oh, there. Oh, sure, sure. So that was that was my impression. How what did you have anything to add to that? Um
0: not really. I do remember walking past the bar before we got to the table and seeing how insanely stocked it was it was ridiculously full of bottles it was wild
1: and this was kind of like a u-shaped bar yeah it was cool it was it was cool and there were a number of people eating dinner at that bar sure it wasn't just people drinking they had plates of food mm-hmm. and and that that area was the one that um boaters would enter into when they docked their boats. There sure, in Trail yeah, Creek yeah. and come up the steps and they'd enter the bar and and that yeah, it seems appropriate. Yeah, it, it was really it was really neat. Like I said, I'd like to see it in the daytime. Sure, I agree. So then we were sat down and immediately, um, and we were talking about what to call these people. It's not your server, but it's um, wait staff.
0: Oh, the support. The support support, crew. Like the food runners and the bussers and such. Yeah, the support.
1: We ended up having three the whole night. Um, It was outstanding. But when we sat down, the gentleman came and filled our water glasses, and he lit a candle that was on the table, and he said our server would be right with us. And sure enough, it wasn't even five minutes, and our server, Justin, came over and introduced himself and told us his Mm -hmm. name. Uh, he explained three specials that they had this evening. Uh, one of them looked appealing to both of us, uh, but neither one of us ended up ordering it.
0: They all sounded appealing to me. <laughs> well, one was kind of a complicated appealing, but they all sounded really good.
1: right. He even made neither Larry or I liked eggs, but he made the deviled egg special sound like something we would want to eat. I eat. saw
0: one of the servers carrot it past. And was like, Ooh, I really want, like, I want to <laughs> like eggs so bad. That looks so sick, but I'd rather die than eat eggs. Sorry. <laughs>
1: he was very courteous and very knowledgeable. In fact, um, Later in the evening, I was getting bold and asking him questions about the restaurant and that type of thing, and he was so pleasant and forthcoming with with the information, mm-hmm. and he wasn't making it up. If he if he didn't like an answer, he gave it
0: anyway. He was very cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed him, and he had a, an old punk rock band from the 80s logo tattooed on his arm. I'm like, hey, is that a, is that, that? He's like, yeah, and then we fist bumped. He fist bumped me actually quite hard it scared me a little bit but uh and like right away when we started talking like i think he just kind of caught a vibe that we're just kind of like mellow guys and he was just like really laid back and and cool and it was a really great experience to have someone like that as your server i really really liked that
1: yeah what's the next part that's interesting that you describe yourself as mellow that's not a word that i would use to describe you that's okay (laughs) Okay. And then we go on to the drinks. The drinks we got Bloody Marys. We did. And we have talked about Bloody Marys on the show numerous times. Yes. I gave the the drinks a plus and a minus on this one, so it kind of averages out. Uh, the Bloody Mary was garnished with a huge celery stalk.
0: A huge celery stalk. Like, it was legitimately about a foot long. It, it was massive. There's, it, uh, there's pictures of it on our socials if you want to go look. Yeah. But uh, it was
1: crazy big. It was. And um, also, it was served with a cheese cube, uh, a chunk of pickle, a cherry tomato... And a blue cheese stuffed olive, mm-hmm. and
0: a peel and eat shrimp.
1: A peel and eat shrimp that Larry decided he was not going to peel and ate it with the shell.
0: On. Well, they brought me a Bloody Mary and I was like, "Oh, shrimp, cool!" And I grabbed it and ate it. And while I'm chewing it, you're like, "That's a peel and eat shrimp," but I'm like, mm, "Yeah, sure is." And it's fine. But I got a second Bloody Mary and I peeled that shrimp. You so. did, You did peel that shrimp. <laughs> I was really hoping you weren't going to bring that up because that's embarrassing. Oh no,
1: no, no! That was that was a funny point of the evening because you didn't flinch at all. You just ate it like it didn't have the shell on at all. That well, it was very certainly funny. did. And the negative for me on this Bloody Mary was the Bloody Mary itself. It was too thin for my liking. I wish that I could have this garnishment on the Bloody Mary that we had out at Freddy's that. Was so good sure. and didn't have any garnishments. And that would have been the perfect one for me. And it was also rimmed with something. I couldn't tell exactly what it, it was. It was
0: spicy and citrusy at the same time. Yeah, it was good. It was a very good. Like it, I almost feel like it was like uh Old Bay and lemon zest and something else.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a lemony
0: flavor. It was very good, though.
1: Yeah, it was good. And then, you have anything to add uh, to that?
0: No we, no. we had Bloody Marys and they were good. And I ate the the shell on the shrimp
1: and you liked it enough that you had a second one
0: i did have a second one and i peeled the shrimp off the second one this time (laughs) well that's good yep (laughs)
1: okay and then from there we move on to appetizers and uh, we decided not to have a salad or soup tonight and we we picked two and one of them was oysters rockefeller and i'm not going to really have any comments on this because i don't like oysters but I decided to try try them again. And, you know, when you get older, your palate changes.
0: Sure. And like they're uh they're like a really well known for being an oyster bar. Like we kind of should have
1: exactly really
0: done their thing.
1: And the and the topping was was really good. It was a panko spinach and bacon blend that was served on top of the oysters. And so I'll I had a bite of one and I didn't care for
0: the oysters so i do like ate the other five because yeah. they were awesome yeah i
1: i just don't like that consistency of an oyster that's okay
0: but uh, i was a big fan of the oysters um they were remarkably fresh they were baked really well the panko was super super crunchy on top they looked really really nice i was a big fan of it all around yeah. but the other appetizer we got i also found to be very 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 good as well
1: well, I just want to say one more thing on the oysters after sure. I said I wasn't going to say anything. They were per- <laughs> They were pretty when they came out. They were served in that shell, of course, and and that topping on top made you want to try them. So, yeah. Um, and Larry intimated that we had a second one of Brussels sprouts. And the yes. Brussels sprouts came out and they were served with a gorgonzola blue cheese crema.
0: Yes, and that was that white on the bottom and it was Great. Uh, Yes, that
1: with those smoked almonds and they were in a sherry vinegar syrup, that was so good. My only complaint about these Brussels sprouts were they were overdone. They were almost mushy. And I like that uh, to have a little crunch and bite. I do really
0: like a solid snap on my Brussels, like a lot. Yeah. But regardless of it not being there, they were still out of this world to me. I loved them. And they were beautiful. And that Gorgonzola crema... I would rub it on my face. it's so good. Yeah,
1: that was really, really good. That was the star I everything about it. The star of that dish for sure. And then we go on to the entree. Yes. And I decided to have the shrimp and grits. And it came out in this beautiful circle.
0: There's dish, not be a name for these things. We dish, should. We should know well, them. Well, I'm
1: trying to describe it so people can understand. Oh, it sure. wasn't a plate, but it was a plate with an indentation in the middle. So it was like a wide rimmed bowl, is what it looked like okay. to me. And it was it was big, and it held the held the shrimp in this um, cream sauce that was salty and yet. Um, had that shrimp flavor that was really good. And then on the other side was the, um, the grits. And on top of that, beautifully plated was a Swiss chard, um, uh, type medley. It had, I think, green peppers and onions in it as well. And that was really good too. The,
0: the way the chard was like wilted or however they did it, um, like the purple, like what do you call the, is that a vein that you'd call that in a leaf? Rib. A rib, but it was just like these super deep purple ribs inside yeah. of these really dark green leaves. And they looked really, really nice. It yeah. was awesome. No. I And everything, I tried a little bit of that, a little bit of the grits and one of the shrimps. And it was all absolutely fantastic.
1: Well, in the entree part, I just wanted to talk about the shrimp because I'm going to talk about my sides later on the shrimp were done perfectly um they still had the tails on them so it was kind of fancy and you could dip it around in that sauce and Mm -hmm. then pull that off and eat it so yeah that i was really happy with the shrimp good and what'd you have for your entree
0: i had a lobster roll
1: a lobster roll lobster roll
0: um it's just like a regular lobster salad like cucumber celery relish uh tarragon aioli um, just on like a buttered grilled bun, like kind of a standard super East Coast lobster roll. Um, the tarragon aioli actually stood out a ton. You could taste it heavily, but in a really good way because it was awesome and tarragon is kind of strong. Makes yeah. sense. Um, huge, huge chunks of lobster. Super good, super fresh tasting. All around really, really, really great. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, my side was just uh, regular house-made chips, which are just, you know, fried up. Slivers of potato. Um, and I tend to order those a lot if it's an option on a menu instead of fries. Yeah. And they were exceptionally good.
1: Now, the bite that you gave, I'm not and I'm not a lobster fan. I don't like that consistency. Oh, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the bite that you gave me, it was so fresh tasting. You could tell oh, yeah. that they made that today, and it yes. wasn't sitting around the refrigerator for a long time. It was nice and fresh and good. I enjoyed that bite. Very much. And then you talked about your sides, and your side was the potato chips. and Yes. uh, You let me have one of those, and that's one of my favorite Ah, things.
0: I wouldn't go as far as saying that. You just took one right as he put them down. Uh, I stand corrected. (laughs) I did.
1: In fact, you even yelled at me because I I took it before you took your picture of it. Um, Yeah, but they're good. They were good. You could tell they made them, too. Uh, Now, my sides, as I said before, I had the grits. And these were the best grits I've ever had. I wanted to lick my plate after I had these oh. grits. They were so, the consistency was right where you wanted them. They weren't underdone, they weren't overdone, and they were so buttery and delicious. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And then on top of that was that beautiful, beautiful Swiss chard. And it was cooked perfectly. It took all the bitterness out of it. And it was so visually pleasing because it had so many different colors on it. Yeah. It was really good. I uh, My sides are, are two pluses for sure.
0: You know who else makes a really good shrimp and grits? And I have to say it because it's the show.
1: <laughs> bum, bum,
0: bum. My mom makes a really good shrimp and grits. <laughs> yep, I'm sure she does. Oh, God. she does. Have you ever had it? I have it. Whew. Hey, Mom. Um, remember, I want some shrimp and grits sometime soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, going on from there, we uh, decided we were going to eat our desserts there. So we're not going to have a break Well, today. I
0: didn't eat my entire dessert there because <laughs> it was bigger than me.
1: It was huge. <laughs> and, um, well... You I mean, should say we're excited to have desserts because I was getting mopey at the end of the night and because they didn't list desserts on the menu. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be another restaurant where we don't have desserts. And then he
0: comes around and goes, you guys want desserts? I'm like, well, what do you got? And the first thing he said was creme brulee. And I'm like, all right, he's done. That's what he's getting.
1: (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) If you have creme brulee, you're getting it. So that's what I had. And it didn't disappoint. The serving size was huge. Usually you get in a small ramekin. This one was a bigger ramekin. It was... It was a good size. It definitely could have shared that with somebody if I was the sharing type of person with my creme brulee, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice and custardy on the bottom, and it had that crunchy sugar topping, and they had uh, torched it perfectly. It was so good. I didn't think I could be any happier, but then you had your dessert.
0: And it's... um some kind of pumpkin cake with like a cream cheese frosting and a bunch of layers and
1: right. It's, he, it wasn't one layer. It, it was wasn't a four. two layer cake. It wasn't a three layer cake. It was a four layer cake
0: Four huge layers. Yeah. Tons of super creamy frosting,
1: cream cheese, cream cheese
0: frosting with the pumpkin together. And it was quite good. It was quite good.
1: It was better than quite good. It's probably one of the better cakes I've ever tasted. I was eating my creme brulee, and Larry goes, Do you want to try my cake? And I'm like, "Hmm, I don't know. It's a sweet, of course. So I dipped my fork in there and I put it in my mouth, and the cake was so moist and so pumpkin y. And the cream cheese frosting wasn't overly heavy or sweet; it was. The, it really wasn't. It was the perfect bite. I went back for a second. Hmm. Rare. <laughs> yeah, so that that was uh, two pluses on the desserts. It was so
0: good. Agreed. Yeah, I think I don't know. I didn't have yours because you're not the sharing type, <laughs> but you'll have two bites of my cake. <laughs> it was so good.
1: All right, and then we're going on to presentation.
0: Um, I thought everything was plated beautifully. Absolutely, all of it. I don't have any complaints in that department whatsoever.
1: I agree with you, except I do have one small complaint that I gave them a minus for. Okay. Overall, everything was presented nicely. My plate was stunning. It was so pretty with different colors, and it we... Everything was served on cute and uniquely shaped plates. There were like curved triangle plates and small circle plates. And then my um, bowl with the rim, as I call it, plate was, they were all so unique and pretty. Um, the only negative that I have was we had paper napkins. And I'm like, yeah, that could fair. really elevate. The dinner to me. Sure, sure. So I did I did ding them
0: down a little bit for having the paper napkins. Fair enough. I'll give you that. And and
1: you said everything you thought was perfectly presented.
0: I thought everything was absolutely gorgeous.
1: Um I'm I'm wondering if you have any um other notes or comments. Not particularly, really, no. I don't know if I said that the boats could dock like 40 feet away from this restaurant.
0: Right, like, they can dock, like, almost inside this place. Right, right. Which is really, really neat, I think. I like that.
1: And then at the end, end of my notes page, this was my overall, and probably, and I'm going to say this when we go to reviewing, but I gave two pluses to the support staff. It was so excellent. From the time we arrived and that young gentleman filled our water glasses and lit the candles on the table to the young lady who brought out our entrees.
0: Sure. Um, I actually was in the bathroom for the uh, the candle thing. I didn't see it. Yeah.
1: And then I think we had two or three different people that were clearing our plates and yeah. asking us if we wanted more water, do you want a box to take it home in? We were treated very special here.
0: And uh, our food came out like ridiculously fast.
1: The food did come it out It was kind of
0: awesome. Yeah. The we serv- really weren't there very long at all.
1: No, the service here was excellent. Absolutely. And do you want to take a break or do we want to go into the scoring? Oh, uh, you know
0: what? Let's take just a couple minutes. That way I can put one of those fancy sounds in between here. Okay. And uh we'll come back and score.
1: All right. We'll see you on the flip side.
0: All right. We are back. We are going to score this restaurant now. Uh, how was your break? Pretty good? Break was good. Cool. All right, what's the first uh,
1: segment? All right, and we're going to mention again, we went to the Fish Camp Oyster Bar and Kitchen in Michigan City, Indiana. And the first score that we give is ambiance, setting, and mood. And I'll let you start this week, Larry.
0: I'm giving him a five there. Um, It was exactly what you thought as far as uh, a seafood restaurant goes. It was great. I like all the old, like worn wood stuff, and it was just all really op- appropriate. Uh, the lighting was cool; it wasn't violently bright. It was actually kind of tame.
1: It was yeah. good. I liked I liked the uh, flooring as well that planking look. Oh and, sure, and that um, I enjoyed that it was waterfront dining, and I enjoyed that the glow of the lights off of the water in the dark. Um, there is a patio outside that faces that channel where the boats dock. I believe that's called Trail Creek. Um, I'd love to go back in the daytime and when the weather's warmer. And I give them a five for setting and mood as well. All right. Look at y'all. Perfect. <laughs> and then we go to value. Um, and and value, I'm going to start with this one. And I'm going to give them a four on value. Um I think the drinks and the desserts were both appropriately priced. Sure, um, I believe I believe my food was appropriately priced. Um, uh, the The portion size was also appropriate. We didn't have too much. We didn't bring anything home except for your dessert, um, and I wasn't wanting any more either. So it was it was almost the perfect size portion for me. So that's why that, that I gave them a four.
0: Oh, uh, real quick. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my Uncle Louie, who is currently listening to our show right now. And it says uh, he says he really enjoys it. Nice. Um, he is one of the coolest people. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Missy. I hope you're doing OK. Um, For value, I'm going to give them a five as well, just because like obviously it's not a, a cheap place per se. But it's a place you can go and get super fresh, really good seafood. I mean, that's not cheap. Um, the menu itself and the recipes and the ingredients, it's all like creative. And uh, you can tell the people who did design the menu are really passionate about what they do. And they put a lot of heart into it. So I think that that absolutely blah, blah, blah. That absolutely goes into the value because it's not just the food. It's the emotion that is put into the food itself
1: that's exactly right it uh, the value isn't the the price it's it's is it worth it to you correct the 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 customer Mm -hmm. you can
0: really tell that they they care about what they do and it's awesome
1: okay that's that's a good good way to put it thank you and then we go on to service five and you give them a five i give them a five again for that I also give them a five, and I'm going to say that it was probably the best part of this experience for me was how well I was treated. The server was attentive. Uh, The three additional sports staff were excellent beyond repairs. In fact, I told you, I wish I would have had cash on me Mm -hmm. because I would have slipped them each a little tip as well.
0: Probably It's probably not a thing that happens to them a lot, so they probably would have been psyched. Yeah,
1: so I, I don't know if I said it, but I gave them a five as well on service. Well, good. Then we move on to presentation. And for presentation, I give um, Fish Camp a four. Overall, the presentation was good. They were on assorted, unique platings. The chard on top of my grits was so visually appealing. It made me want to dig in and eat that deliciousness, and I wasn't disappointed. I did knock them down a little bit here for the paper
0: napkins. Fair enough. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving them a five for presentation, too, just because it was all just... I mean, you kind of covered everything there, but uh, it was just plated really, really beautifully. It all looked so nice. I mean, that's that's about it. That's what presentation is. It, just, it looked really good. Right. I could not complain about anything.
1: Right. And then our final score is quality and taste, and that's the biggie. Mm-hmm. We go up to 10 points on this one.
0: I'm going to go nine here. Okay. Um, Just because I don't want to give anyone a perfect score yet, and <laughs> I currently, that's where I am.
1: I thought that's where you were going. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would like to give them one. I just, for whatever reason, can't. But I'm going to give them a nine for quality and taste. Um, everything was great. Um, The fact that I did finish everything and didn't have anything to bring home to have later, that's that's what gives them the, the one point off, is my portions were appropriate and not too much. I can understand that.
1: <laughs> so if Fish Camp, if you're listening to this podcast right now, That's pretty much a perfect score from Larry. (laughs) He was finding a way to nitpick you. Um, For me, the quality and taste score is an eight, um, which is a good score. It really is. Here's where I knocked them down at. My Bloody Mary was too liquidy for my liking. I like a little thicker uh, tomato flavor. Sure, sure. And although the garnishes were excellent... I mean, it was a good Bloody Mary. Um, My Brussels sprouts were just okay, and they were probably overdone just a touch for me. So um, I give Fish Camp an eight for quality and taste. And when I total up my points, that's 26 points, and I'm going to award two bonus points to them for their desserts, one for the creme brulee and one for your pumpkin cheesecake. So yeah. they get a total point of twenty eight from me. And when I divide that by six, Fish Camp in Michigan City gets a four point seven.
0: They got a four point eight from me. So uh that's a pretty dang good score. That's the highest score collectively we've given out of all six episodes. So that
1: is, and we're a tenth of a point away from each other. So um Yeah. And like I said before, if we agree on something,
0: it's gotta be pretty good. It, it,
1: must be pretty good. So well,
0: it's usually, I think everywhere is great, and you don't very often. That's that's what's gonna make it kind of nuts.
1: Yeah, you're a little bit easy, but that's okay. So we yeah, appreciate uh, we appreciate you listening to us. We appreciate you subscribing to all our socials, checking out our website. Um, this is Tasty Two One Nine for this episode. We look forward. seeing you on the next episode
0: yeah we will uh we'll see you later until next time take it easy